3: Welcome to the family with
4: co-host Catherine Brandt.
3: Andy Brandt-Bernard.
0: Timmy Lammers.
3: See, now we're talking. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers now joins us. we got a lot to talk about today, Timmy.
0: You know, I I, uh, I wanted to follow up on Fast X or Fast 10. I call it Fast 10. It's the 10th episode in the Fast and Furious franchise, which I'm sure that uh, you and Catherine didn't see over the weekend. Am I correct? None
3: for us, thank you. Mm. Never seen a line. single one of them.
0: We stood in line, but we
3: couldn't get in. I saw one. I thought it was terrible.
5: Melissa said, I think Melissa has watched a few, but she said she stopped when they like went into space or something. <laughs> they went into <laughs>
0: space? The last, one, the last one that you think that, okay, they've pushed it to the limit, and uh, granted that. Spoiler, they didn't go back into space for this one. are they going to go, go back
5: in time or something?
0: That's coming up. Actually, I think we're going to get that with the uh, new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, God. uh, (laughs) And uh, I I haven't seen that yet, but the early word is not good. But uh, anyway, getting back to the Fast and Furious franchise, apparently, uh, no, it did have a big box office opening, but maybe amongst the worst of the franchise. The worst of the worst. And actually lower... Yeah, the worst of the, fir- the uh, pr- you know, the prior 10 or whatever. Um, but it actually did a uh, smaller box office than the last one did. And that's significant because in 2021, we're still talking pandemic uh, keeping people out of theaters. Really? So I that is not good. Um, so, you know, Vin in his massive ego, in his mind, you know, on the red carpet of the New film, he said. Well, there's going to be two more. Well, they actually did commit to one more, but you know what? If this thing isn't going to make the money they thought it would, yeah, Universal may end up losing some money because you got to believe that these movies are—they got to cost a gob of money. Oh,
5: I'm sure. Do they have the uh-huh. um, the cost out there yet?
0: You know, there is um, a site I usually rely on box office mojo, but mm-hmm. lately I've been going to a site called the numbers.com. And uh, that gives you a bigger um, financial breakdown of everything. Looks and like. that also includes the, the budget. 340
5: budget, but that's not including marketing, of course.
0: Wait a
3: minute, $340,000? Million. 340 million to make a movie.
5: Well, I mean, how many cars do they blow up in these movies? And they're nice cars too. And buildings, they blow up buildings, helicopters, you know. Those really? things cost Whoa. money. Yeah. So, Considering all the people houses. that work on a movie. Oh and God, I I'm sure some... Vin Diesel's making ten million per movie minimum. Yeah. So Yeah, and
0: yeah, and and these movies you would think they would lose money because a guy like Vin Diesel, who's a producer, you know, who yeah. knows how much how many actual shots he's calling, but <clears throat> could be a vanity title, which is usually reserved for executive producers but he is a quote-unquote producer um you got to believe he's got points in this thing on the back end right so uh, so you know with that sort of money coming out of the gross before you recoup everything i don't know how the hell these movies actually make money well i don't know that
5: this one did because it has a box office of 450 so far Oh. Yeah. So three forty, you double that for marketing. That's six hundred eighty. That means they're down over two hundred million dollars. Well,
0: maybe but the, the budget—the budget probably then again, includes marketing, the backend participation too.
5: Yep, that too. Which we have no idea how much that could be.
0: And the other thing to remember is the box office. It's not a hundred percent that goes to the studio. I mean, obviously the theaters need some sort of percentage of that. Right. And they get it for a bigger film like this probably less than they normally get. On top of that, now this is something I've only learned in the last couple of years, the international box office, in particular China, which is generally the biggest mm-hmm. uh, market over there for overseas uh, releasing a film overseas, they keep more than <laughs> the people the, the, the theaters keep here.
3: Really? Maybe
0: like up to 50% or maybe even higher. So... That's a lot of money to make up. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of money to make up. So, um, one thing I mentioned, uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about, I mentioned this to Tom on the uh, Review Friday. I didn't want to spoil things, but my God, three, two, one, spoiler alert. In the end credits, Dwayne The Rock Johnson shows up.
3: Oh, really? Because he and Vin don't get
0: along too well. Well... Do they not get along? Uh, too oh, that? it's or, fake. Or remember what I said, Tom, on Friday? I said I have a feeling some all-star wrestling stuff is going on. Here. <laughs> I, well, of course <laughs> it is. I mean, I yeah. this whole yep, you know, candy ass bullshit, candy ass. This is what um, the Rock supposedly called uh, Vin and company. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't mention anybody by name, but. There was a big to do. There was a big so called feud. And he denied it up and down. And there's no way I'm done. Although he did do a, a spin off movie, which maybe contractually, you know, that was a way of getting him to do it. But, you know, really, it, I think the whole thing was concocted. I think it was yeah. all star wrestling. Yep. They started this <laughs> big feud thing in order to keep the name in there in publicity. Because again, for what it's worth, I mean, you know, I think, I think the shine uh, after, um, uh, after Shazam, not Shazam, uh, Black Adam with uh, uh, The Rock has been tarnished a bit because that movie was a money loser for Warner Brothers. So it's like the, you know, king of the box office, international box office, Dwayne Johnson is no longer the king of the box office internationally. So, you know, he needs to find a way to keep his name in... In the funny papers too, right? I right. Mean, so, so I'm thinking this is all a bunch of all-star wrestling bullshit. I really do.
3: I'd have to agree with you because that's what Hollywood does.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, so so, so uh, apparently it it didn't work. I mean, you know, again, he's in an end credit scene that lasts maybe about a minute, but again, it's enough to signal that he's coming back mm-hmm. because. This movie ends on a cliffhanger uh, with Jason Momoa's character, so he we know he will be in the next one, and he has a score to settle from five movies back when his father character was killed in one of the Fast and Furious uh, chases. So you know, you got to believe that um, you know The Rock will be back in in full force for this next one. That's that's what it implies. So this is all a bunch of BS. They 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 hoodwinked us.
3: I have a question and, for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, so yeah, they 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 pulled the a fast one, it it looks like.
3: These movies so, are all the exact same movie over and over and over again. Who cares?
0: Wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> it is well, I
4: think people all I idiot. I think there's some audiences that like that because they're there for that you know, blow it up, chase it, stuff. Mm-hmm. And they just like that and they like the actor. So they're just going to keep going because they like it.
0: And I'll be the first to admit, I mean, the, the action scenes are pretty spectacular. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Well, and, and entertaining, too. I mean, yeah. at one point my wife and I looked at each other and we were just laughing out loud. And we exactly. wonder if there were only about four people in the theater with us. Um But... They had to have heard us, and it was just laughing at right. the ridiculousness of it, not with, which is a difference. I mean, the prior yeah. movies, yeah. and that was one thing I liked about The Rock in those prior movies was, you know, he knew, he, and and he actually did something that was very much like his character in this little cameo thing that he had at the end because he knows it's a bunch he what he does again. Spoiler alert three. Two, one. What he does is he crushes a cell phone in his hand. Ah. Oh, well. See, that's funny. You know, know, so he's in on it. You know, so maybe I'll like it. But again, I'm not offended that they pulled this on us, but it's just, it's typical. You kind of sit back and you say, geez, you know, they had me. They had me. It gets
4: people talking. I was
0: salivating over these stories, but they got me.
4: Yeah. If it gets people talking, then that's all good. It's all good.
0: It's all about the publicity, and there was a great movie years and years ago called uh, America's Sweethearts. Billy Crystal played a publicist on a film, and I believe Julia Roberts was in it, and I, oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and John Cusack. And he had a great line in there about there is no such thing as bad, bad publicity. I mean, right. you've heard of different places too, sure. But it's like Hollywood acknowledging it essentially by you know including that in a movie. Now, I do think there is such of a thing as bad publicity when. You know, you get a, a poisonous character who's uh, a person or actor who's done some very, very bad things in real life. I mean, certainly, yeah. I think we found that out in the past few years. But yeah, by and large, I mean, you know, getting drunk and trashing a hotel room is and getting reported on. That's not going to ruin a career. No, you know, it's just going to get an actor's name in the paper. You know, right. it's it's bad. It makes an actor look like an a hole. But ultimately. The productions don't care because it gets that actor's name in, you know, and especially the timing before a a, a film comes out. They love that kind of stuff. Yeah, there was Yeah,
4: there was a time where if you were a rock star, you had to trash a hotel room.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, or absolutely. break a
4: guitar or something. <laughs> you, did. you had you to. Did. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I I was um, so yeah. I was wondering about all of this cost of all this streaming stuff to, uh, today, because I, 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 my phone updated and all of my music disappeared. So I've got to find that. What? Yeah, everything's gone. I, I mean, I'm sure it's somewhere. Um, but I was looking, I wanted to buy a couple of Marvin Gaye songs.
3: Love mm-hmm. Marvin.
4: Yes, love Marvin. And it immediately took me to Apple Music Now. You can subscribe for ten ninety nine a month. You can still buy a song for a dollar ninety
0: nine.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really the subscription thing. You can share if you pay I don't even know eighteen ninety nine a month with five family members. So I mean, I guess that brings it down a little bit. But I mean, by the time you get done paying for a music service, and most people, what, do they just have Netflix? I mean, you're missing out on a lot of shows. Apple mm-hmm. has a bundle, apparently, so you can have Apple TV and Apple Music. Um, I don't think any of the other streaming services give you – well, I suppose Prime does.
0: Disney, Disney actually does. Yeah, Disney Plus, ESPN, and um, Hulu. Is,
4: is that all – oh, that's all tied you can in the bundle. Okay. But it's still, yeah. like... And, I, mean, and
0: I, I believe Paramount Plus and Showtime are going to do the same thing. They are. Soon. So, yeah.
4: Okay. So, I mean, but generally, what are people paying? I mean, to stream all of it this stuff? It adds up.
0: Yeah. It adds up fast. It I, really does. because Tom,
4: commercial radio I mean, might be coming back. because <laughs> no, people are going to no, finally go, so. I don't have any extra money. I've got to I want everything for free again. Well...
0: I think what's happening is, you know, obviously with the pandemic, there was this huge boom in. Um, yeah, staying home. Streaming, right. And now it's eroding again. And, you know, they've invested so much money. I mean, obviously a lot of these projects need to be put in the, mo- you know, it, it, they can't just say, oh, let's do a show on this and then a month later have it there. I mean, it's 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 a long time with development and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So I would imagine a lot of investments have been made up front. And before too long, it's like, oh, my God, we're no longer in the black. We're in the red here. We got to do something. So we're going to, you know, I don't even know what Disney Plus started as, but that that subscription has jumped significantly. What I generally do, and that I think saves a lot of money um, with HBO Max, which is actually Max, I think, today. Oh, today it's
3: Max okay yeah uh. yeah
0: why they shorten that i don't uh, know uh, they like to rebrand um, I, I everything pay for a year at a time so i'll pay for uh, you know you'll save a lot of money by going a year at a time with max a year at a time with disney plus etc etc that so you take a big hit at once but ultimately you, you know you, you can save yourself a few bucks that way but yeah it, it is expensive and you know what amazon i don't even feel it because I use it so much that the whole free two-day shipping thing kind of helps pay for itself so much. And, right. and to me, the, the Amazon prime programming, which is really good, I think uh, is like a bonus, uh, but there are other shows out there like, uh, you know, like I told you last week with this yellow jacket thing, somehow getting back into it. That's a showtime show. Oh. So if you want that, you got to subscribe to that. Yeah. That's too. the problem. Yeah. Uh, you can't just watch Ugh. whatever you want, it's whenever you want, without paying. It's a lot of money. It adds it's kinda like it, it's basically what it is doing is reverting back to the cable TV days, <laughs> where right. you know you had to get all the premium channels for extra cost, and then you paid for that basic package that included the 200 channels that you didn't want, like all the stuff that carries you know church services and stuff like that. And uh, not to offend anybody with the religion stuff, <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> I like watching that stuff on cable, but anyway, that's part of the reason I cut it. It's like you know what you want me to pay this exorbitant amount to begin with, and then if you want me to get this and this and this, I mean it you just priced yourself out, so right. that's why I, you know cut the cord and, and went to streaming
4: right I don't know i just it just gets to be ridiculous how much you have to pay for everything it is, and you know and you don't have access to everything no matter how much you pay, mhm. It's mm-hmm. just strange. But anyway, yeah. so maybe radio will make a comeback, Tom, because if music mm-hmm. is going to start costing, you know, I mean, ten doesn't sound like much, but it soon will be $20. it will be 30 mm-hmm. It's. I mean, there's there's got to be a point where people aren't going to pay it.
3: Uh and radio's more. not going to come back because they're way, way, way too far in debt. I mean, Hubbard is above board because they're billionaires. I mean, so they don't owe anybody a dime. I do believe the collective debt that's owed by the radio stations in just this market, uh, by the companies, of course, it's across the country, but it's getting to be up around 25 to $30 billion. They cannot come back from that.
4: That's a lot of money. What is it, five, five corporations own? Like, Most all, of them, yeah. Almost all the radio stations Yeah, one of them, one of them
3: by themselves is $19 billion in debt. Wow. I mean, it's a lot of money to be in debt, and you ain't ever coming back. That would make me
4: not be able to sleep ever.
0: Yeah, I could. I was that CEO. (laughs) Catching (laughs) a wink. No. (laughs) I think the most expensive for me right now, and I just got the bill the other day. Now, this is—I don't think they offer a year-to-year thing, but Netflix came out at twenty-one bucks, pulled out of my checking or whatever. Mm -hmm. Twenty-one bucks a month. Right. And uh, you know, you can get a lower package. With commercials, but you know I'm so used to having the uh, uh, commercial-free stuff for so long. Why do I want to go back to that? Uh, but again, that they they were in a situation too where they were losing money and losing subscribers. And the amazing thing about that is, it, it felt like the bottom of that company fell out when they lost 200,000 subscribers domestically in North America. Disney, sorry, lost. Lost Something to the effect of 2 million subscribers in one fell swoop. And where was the panic there? There was no panic. But now now they're slashing and burning like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, as far as the um, radio is concerned, and maybe Tom can address this more when he comes back. um, (laughs) At what point are the websites for radio stations going to include a paywall? where you're going to have to pay a premium to listen to your stations online. I think that's where it's headed, because obviously newspaper went there quite a long time ago. You can't get the Star Tribune without it. You can't get the Wall Street Journal or New York Times or L.A. Times, any of those big publications without paying a fee monthly. And I'm not going to do it. No. Because I can still go to the TV station websites and get it if I really want it. But I don't know how you feel. I don't really even watch the news anymore, so why do I even care? (laughs) I really don't care. Uh, If there's something big going on, I'm going to find out about it other ways. Well,
4: uh, Tom has started watching local news again because we had a very long talk about him watching the national news and mm -hmm. how it would (laughs) enrage him and get him so wound up all day long. And it became, it just was one of those cycles where you kind of feel like you have to watch it because everything's breaking news and everything's so important and you know the shoe's gonna drop it just i think it gets in people's heads
5: yeah the walls are always closing in on some oh yeah oh, can, can you imagine,
4: something big's coming something how many big?
5: times has trump been you know the walls are closing in he's going to be in prison next week it's been, like, six or seven times just in the past few years. Exactly. And people fall for it every single time.
4: Well, sure. that's because they have wishful thinking, because whoever they don't like, they want to see destroyed.
5: Yeah. Well, but, like, Biden is the same thing, Hunter, this Hunter Biden thing. Nothing's going to happen to them, and we all know it. No. But every day, it's like, oh, new shocking new details in the Hunter Biden case. The walls are closing in. No, right. No, they're not. The walls are not closing in. Just stop listening to these people.
4: Yes. But, you know, no they, it's like, once again, it's a, you know, we just talked about uh, movie formulas that work. This clearly works, this formula for yeah. disaster. It works. It keeps people addicted to it. So Tom's been watching the local news, but I don't know where. Or how are you getting the local news, Tom? Are you well, it streaming on, it? Yeah. You're streaming it on Hulu or something?
3: Uh, yes, on Hulu. Okay. Well, no, actually, the, the KSTP has its own site. Okay, I so if go. you want
4: to watch KSTP yeah. television news, do you have to pay another subscription for them? Or are they included no. with Hulu? And how They're do included, they monetize yeah. that? Is it because you watch commercials? <clears throat> are yeah. There, there's commercials. Yep. Okay. There are well, commercials.
0: and they have, in fact, whenever I do watch local news stuff, I will go to um, the app, which you can get you know, through Roku, and you can bring up KSTP Okay. and they have you. I, I'm pretty sure you can watch the whole newscast if, if you want, but they have all the stories separated and then there's a pre-roll ad. So if I click on legislative session comes to an end story, because I'm sure there is one today, click on it, pre-roll ad. And then, so, so they have their ads between uh, in front of every story. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But before you uh, got up, Tom, I was saying, you know, with radio and their whole plight of survival, I would imagine at some point there's just like new- newspaper, there's going to be a paywall for some of these stations. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Gonna and, have to so I- you're going to have to pay to subscribe or else you can listen the old fashioned way. Whereas, you know, just like buying a newspaper. You know, you can yeah. buy the newspaper or you can, um, you know, pay. I don't know how much you pay for Star Tribune a year or whatever. Um, I don't I don't pay for any news I, for the, any of those news services. Again, I, I can find them, like you were saying, on KSTP.com mm-hmm. or yeah. or uh, their app or whatever. Not all of them have them, though, which is kind of weird. No, they I don't. all have them. should find they should all have an app. the Fox nine app. I don't think they have one. Hmm. or if they do it somehow through the, the entire Fox app, I think that's the way you can get um, the WCCO TV mm-hmm. deal. It's, it's all through the CBS TV mm-hmm. app. Yeah. Well, I think you need to make it easier for people. 100%. So, 11 has an app. You know, uh, Hubbard, uh, KSTP TV has an app. So, you know, you can bring it up and watch it just like you normally would on, on a television.
4: Our um, our website, Sandy. Uh, I know you just went to school for all this kind of stuff. Our website's like gonna be the thing of the past soon.
5: Yeah, yeah. They already kind of are because
4: people don't update their websites. Nope. They don't have any current information on. Everyone them has a website, but it's
5: always like five years out of date. Because yeah. Because people just don't go to websites; they go to apps now. Like okay. if you want to, you know, every business has an app. But I don't so, want I don't
4: want a million
2: apps. I
5: don't either, but that's what people I know. Want. I just
2: don't want them all. I know I turned off my data on cause you in the iPhone you can go into your what uses cellular data and yes. turn it off. Mm-hmm. So you're just on Wi-Fi. And I was just like,
4: Oh my gosh, I have so many apps. Apps. Well, yeah, you travel, and you want you know, you know want DoorDash or something. They don't have DoorDash. They have Resi. Yeah. So then you have to sign up for a whole other app, and then I you know. go to another place, One and every it's called Caribou Postmates. has their it's own
2: app, and Starbucks <laughs> has their own app, which I will say, Caribou is so much better of a deal than Starbucks. What, what do you new? mean? It's coffee. Oh, their Starbucks coffees, their smalls, are significantly smaller than Caribou smalls, and they're the same price.
0: And oh. I have to add, the other thing with the apps is that you're giving your email to yes. every one of these apps. Yeah. And yes. Yep. That's I just, gold yeah. to them, but a pain in the ass for us getting all these... All this junk mail. I
4: know. I've been trying yeah. to unsubscribe, unsubscribe, un- and I still get a million of the same things, even though I've unsubscribed. I thought by law they had some, like a month to honor your unsubscribe request. Well,
2: because there's your uncertain promotional email lists. And then there's other promotional email lists. And you only unsubscribe from one of the five different promotional email I'm lists sure that they have. Oh, God. I know. See, yeah. That's why you can, you can, like, block anything. Like, I Poshmark is a clothing yeah. resell website. Right. I have unsubscribed from emails from them probably five times. And I continue yeah. to get them. But you can block anything that has Poshmark mm-hmm. in it at all. And yeah, it just a lot goes, of places
5: won't honor unsubscribing. Yeah, they just won't. It's weird.
4: I know when I was doing real, it's, real it's estate, wild, wild if, if I contacted somebody that said, do not mm-hmm. contact me, I would lose my license. I mean, yeah. it just wasn't right. even funny right. how, Im- right. how important that was. Uh, so why, why can some people ignore it? And some people lose their license and can't work. I don't understand
3: I don't understand anybody, the world at all anymore. Anybody no, get no. it? Everybody's <laughs> on their phone right now, Catherine. There's nobody to talk to you.
4: <laughs> and he's not on his phone. He
3: was. No, I wasn't. And you were staring down at your desk.
5: I, no, I'm <laughs> typing on the chat right now. Uh-oh. Oh, so you're on the chat. Sure. What's going on in the chat?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Alex, you've been went on your phone black. the whole time you've you been here. Have to reboot. I am in charge Hold of... Hold on. I, I'm going to log back in. Why?
3: Oh. Because
4: he's starting to strobe.
0: I can't his. see. I can't see you. Oh, oh, okay. Andy's gone.
6: Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries.
3: And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with
6: you. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Uh,
3: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open... It's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender.
5: Well, good thing we have Kristen. Oh, so he's not coming back. Well, I'm th- sure he to call but back, on. whether he wants to Might or not. Might as well fill the silence.
4: Yeah.
3: There you have it. Kristen Burt now joins us, ladies and gentlemen. We, we figured out, by the way, Catherine, <laughs> today, when Kristen was on first, the, uh, the first hour of the show, because of Ken Barlow, there's now a KB1, KB2, and KB3.
0: Ah!
4: So many of us.
3: So many KBs. <gasps> it's a cult. <laughs> it is a collection. Tom is that. collecting
4: KBs. <laughs> I have
3: got my own collection of KBs. That's all there is to it. No question
4: about But it. remember, you are the original. I Catherine. am. I am. Or well, at least the oldest. Are, <laughs> are you
2: older than Ken Barlow?
4: I don't know. How old is Ken Barlow?
2: I have no,
3: idea how, Why? Why I have no idea how old he is. I'm going to go on my
2: phone and check. Why? I have no idea how old he is.
4: That's what I'm doing.
3: Something bit me Kim on the ankle.
4: Oh, I walked in the backyard today to see if the rabbits ate the stuff that I planted yesterday. Mm-hmm. So many mosquitoes.
5: Ben That's what I heard. Was Sixty-one.
4: So yeah, I am
2: older oh, than him by
5: bit. three years. Yeah. Um,
2: Fawn got attacked by mosquitoes at 3 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah. She oh, got like seven bites yeah. in our yeah. backyard. Yeah, is covered oh my God. in mosquito bites. We're not supposed like, to get mosquitoes till next month. Like, what, what the hell? It's 3 o'clock. I know. In the <laughs> afternoon. It's like
5: the sun is out. Yeah. S-
4: we had Dan had, Dan had just we had mowed We three okay. nice days. We had three mm-hmm. nice days, and now we
5: have mosquitoes.
4: Yep. Okay. We have nice days. <laughs> I mean, really, really
3: we nice day. It's a
2: beautiful day out. Yes, today. that's what oh, I'm saying.
0: Timmy rejoined us. Better. Tim's back. You know what? Mm, what I great. keep doing is I I have a power strip under my desk. I keep kicking. <laughs> the the when are I'm you gonna, going I'm to the computer learn? Computer Stop bad. I, I plugged it back in, and I just saw nothing but a black screen. So I thought I'm getting oh. the hell out of Dodge and coming right back. So I am back. Um, I wanted to s- mention something about social media. Were we talking about social media just a couple of minutes ago? Yeah. Apparently there's a federal bill introduced where they're trying to ban social media for kids under 13. <laughs> yes. Good. That's yes. right. Good. I approve. I approve. Thank God it's about freaking time, but is it really gonna happen? Mm. I doubt it, but
1: probably not because a lot of the apps you're supposed to be like over 14 as it is, and it's up to the parents to enforce. Right. So that again yeah. is gonna happen. Yeah.
3: You know what's amazing about that is that everything now, parents don't want to do it, so they just don't do it. They leave it up to everybody else to take care of their family problems. That's disgusting.
0: It is. Yeah. There was just well, a... you know, again, I, the, it, handing a tablet to a kid as a babysitter. Let's have them just play games and stuff mm-hmm. instead of, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, the,
1: the, yeah, there I was, was watching one mom. Um, I was watching one mom. She banned her kid from playing one of his Game Boy situations or whatever for three months and she chronicled the changes in him like he started reading again he started pulling out all of his toys on the shelf he started getting along with his sister like all these behavioral changes and then creative changes she's like he started like using his imagination again and i'm like oh yeah look right. at that if you're not staring at a screen all day and that goes for all of us i mean we're talking about a kid but i mean sometimes some days i'm like i think i've stared at a screen probably for 15 hours today it's ridiculous mm-hmm.
0: Uh. yeah well again it i think it's too late unfortunately and
1: um it's too late for me
0: no not (laughs) for you It's too late late. you're lost i think it's too late to to try to pull the reins but you know it's it's out there i mean the the virus has escaped it's it's proliferation everywhere the thing that's going to kill social media
5: is when it stops being cool Yeah, it's going to be the thing that their parents grew up with or that their parents like, you know, they're going to watch their parents scrolling TikTok and they're going to be like, that's lame. That's for old people.
0: Well, isn't that supposed to be the case now with Facebook? I mean, it seems like Facebook is is already kids don't use it. Instagram. Exactly. Twitter
1: under Elon Musk has been a disaster. So that's another one that's tanking. Yeah. Well, kids never really use
4: Twitter anyway, did
1: they?
5: To a degree, the mentally ill ones did. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice to hear. Okay.
3: Instagram,
0: to hear. I think, is supposed to launch their own Twitter. Oh, sort great. Of thing.
1: Oh, no.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. They're Yeah, they have a Twitter competitor. Yeah.
5: yeah. there's how, yeah. how many Twitter competitors are there? I don't know. And none no of one. them worked. Oh, no. yeah.
0: There
4: were quite a few for a while there. But
0: didn't, didn't Trump start Truth Social? Truth yes, Social. he did.
5: Truth is that Social. Is? And I then don't there know. was Gitter or whatever. Something oh, like that? Oh, yeah. yeah was that I real don't. or am I making that up? I think that that was something. Yeah, it's Getter. Like
1: Mastodon getter. and Deep Sky. Yep, exactly. Parler,
0: uh, Gal- parlor of course, which is also a conservative. Parlor, there's Gab. There's like
5: so many of them.
0: Oh, wait a
3: second. I was on MySpace. What were you guys talking about?
5: MySpace. My Friendster. <laughs>
1: about Friendster?
4: Friendster.
5: The other day. Friendster. God. The other day. I don't day, even know
1: that remember one. Friendster am I the only one?
2: I never Friendster, heard of it. I
5: remember, <laughs> but I never used
2: it. No, I never used it.
1: Friendster? Yeah.
2: The other day Friendster we were
5: talking was about. Friendster
1: precursor to MySpace. Yeah. Oh, I didn't really? know that.
5: We were talking about MySpace and Melissa was like, I can't believe you didn't have a MySpace. I'm like, I never liked I'm social media ever. actually doing a ever. show ever.
1: next week um, and I have to talk about Friendster on randomly. So
3: there you go. I loved it when Alec Baldwin on, I can't remember the name of the show, it's the TV show he was on. Um, I think it was about a TV show about a TV show, if I remember. 30 Rock? Right. Yeah, 30 Rock. That's exactly right. And he came out of his office and he combined the two names. They said, What have you been doing? Well, I've been spending a little bit of time on my face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my face.
3: My space and Facebook Great. combined into my face.
1: <laughs> well, I am so uh, Facebook for me when I was in high school was a booklet you got every single year with your face like and all of your classmates faces in it and oh, the phone really? number and the parents and I think that's probably where the name came out of. It's a prep school thing. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you would walk away with, like, a physical oh, yeah. oh, yep. at the start okay. of the year.
0: Too bad they didn't go with the original name was, uh Facebook was The Facebook. The, the Facebook. Facebook. The oh, really? Facebook, yeah. I was on
5: Facebook back when it was only uh, college students no. and invites yep. from college students. Yep. Had oh, had have it was. Me,
1: your university's email, I think. Yeah,
5: exactly. Only university emails could sign up for it. So
3: what is it now, Catherine, 11 years since I've been on social media?
0: Oh, God, Probably about that. Yeah. yeah shortly
5: After this show started. Mm-hmm.
3: Indeed. Well, I, would,
0: I would suggest watching um, The Social Network, uh, directed by David Fincher, mm-hmm. and uh, who, Jesse Eisenberg played oh, Zuckerberg, sure. and uh, it's a really good movie. It's, it gives you great insight into how the whole thing came about. And then another person that's uh, persona non grata, Army Hammer, played the Winklevoss twins. That's
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> Before his alleged cannibalism. Oh, yeah. That's
3: right. He really. That's yes. oh, wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. Run this by me. What's what? this? Yeah, like, yes. what? what? Okay. So there were two. Okay. There was um, Zuckerberg and a pair of twins. I forget their first name, but they were the Winklevoss twins. Winklevoss. And Armie, okay. Uh, and Army Hammer played the twins. And, um, you know, apparently, obviously, there was and there was one other uh, Andrew Garfield played another guy that was on the inside who got allegedly screwed over. Um, so the Winklevoss twins and this guy that that Garfield play, you know, they Zuckerberg managed to sh- push them out somehow, allegedly. But maybe I should go back and watch this film. But it is a fascinating <laughs> uh, look into how the whole damn thing began. And I can't, I can't help but think. I mean, did Zuckerberg look back at that very beginning and how relatively simple it was and go with the whole Dr. Frankenstein thing and say, yeah. what have I done? Because it really just has become this hydra, this 12-headed monster um, that is so far beyond his control at this point. But it is really a, a good movie. And uh, as far as Army Hammer being the cannibal, Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) We gotta go with that. We gotta go with that, Kristen. Yeah. Um that we were talking earlier about all these freaking streaming services and how it's just getting to the point where they're not affordable at all. Discovery Plus, which may be merging with Max, the new Max and the HBO Max. (laughs) Which
1: launched today.
0: Today, yeah. Uh So I gotta get it right. Uh, So Army Hammer, it's a it's a show called The House of Hammer, I believe which oh, goes into sure. the whole kit and caboodle as far as the Hammers are concerned, including the whole misgivings, allegedly, of Army Hammer. But it's like, I'm not going to subscribe to Discovery Plus so I can see this show. But maybe once it merges or whatever, maybe I will. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of backstories out there that people don't know about. Whether yeah, the be- Hammer
1: family has a long... Long, long history with alleged abuse, really? substance abuse, oh. um, and and the cannibalism stories that alleged cannibalism well, stories that follow Army Hammer um, come out of accusations of sexual assault, um, and they're they're really awful. I've I've actually um, spoken with one of his victims, and oh. she's been traumatized by her interactions wow. with him, and he was married. Married too. Uh, this was going on while he was married to Elizabeth Chambers, whom he's now divorced from. And he's got two little kids. So yeah. it's a lot of sadness, a lot of darkness. Well,
0: the, the damning thing is they they play voicemails from this guy.
3: Oh.
0: And it's pretty creepy stuff. Oh, really? I mean, part, look up even the trailer. You will hear some of his voicemails. He, I think it's the House of Hammers, the name of the Discovery uh, Plus program. And I think it's like a three-part, or it's like a limited series. Docu-series, yeah. Docu-series, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty damning when you got those old voicemails. I mean, accusations are accusations, but... Yeah, I
1: mean, there's tech. There, there is evidence that points to something went on. We were talking about Hugh Hefner this morning, Tim, and you know, I was saying even if you don't believe what all of these women, and we're talking about decades of women, alleged went on at the Playboy Club and the Playboy Mansion. Right. Even if you meet it halfway in the middle between Hef's truth, these women's truth, it's still very, very dark, and you can't deny mm-hmm. that things didn't go on at the mansion.
0: Oh, yeah. Well,
4: smart I, money would say, yes, stuff happened.
0: Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I
4: mean, well, stuff the lifestyle yeah. alone is just that's how it works.
0: It kind yeah. of just falls back onto this whole boys will be boys mentality mm-hmm. that basically Hollywood got away with, and apparently half got away with, you know. Bill Cosby
1: for a very long time.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, it all makes sense, and it in a you know a good way. Obviously, people are finally calling it out. But my God,
4: has anybody seen that video? This woman, she's um, she had somebody film her, and she just was walking around the streets of Manhattan, and she had t-shirts on, uh, t-shirts. She had jeans on, like, well, how many jeans t-shirts? And a crew neck tee. Now uh, she wasn't like glammed out, nothing she was just looking normal and just watching all of the guys having to say something to her walk beside her for up to four minutes trying to get her to talk to them it just was i i mean she's just she's just walking she's not looking at anybody she's not trying to interact with anybody she's just walking that's why i walked with headphones in most of the time yeah, when it's I was just in kind New York. Of shocking how many times you get kind of it's sort of a, it's abuse i mean really yes, harass.
1: harassment harassment I, I lived in manhattan 9 years and i can tell you that the level of sexual harassment you receive it's something in the culture in new york city yes it's not in any other city it's not here in los angeles it wasn't in boston i didn't experience it in minneapolis there's something that allows the construction workers even men just passing you on the street to say something comment even just do the rude like smile come on what's wrong Mm. you know and you're just like you can be in your own thoughts you don't have to smile every single second of the day um but it's something specific to new york city and i don't know what it is but living there nine years i would go like hungover, walking down the street and you'd still be sexually harassed and you're like i look like hell have you seen me
2: (laughs) (laughs) they don't care no they They don't don't care care. i would yell back at them
0: Well, imagine like in foreign countries. Now, there's a great scene in the last season of White Lotus with Aubrey Plaza. Do you remember that scene, Kristen? You're nodding your head. Yeah. I mean, it is disturbing. She's just there. She's standing there, and every guy possible is leering at her. It's just really, really really unnerving stuff.
3: Kristen, were you on with us this morning when we were talking about this very subject? The fact that I don't understand the upside... Of abusing someone, forcing yourself on someone—what uh, is the fun in that? I, the, for me, it's to be you know cared enough about to engage in something like that. Forcing yourself—what do they get out of forcing themselves on people?
1: It's power. It's a Power structure. Mm-hmm. Well, power Go lift
3: weights and become a more of a man.
1: <laughs> I know. What? I would love. To, I wish that was that simple, but <clears throat> yeah. unfortunately, there are predators Ugh, everywhere. Disgusting. Everywhere, and you have to be so cautious. It's and you know, you look at a city like whether it's New York City, Los Angeles, or people that move from a small town to a big city. Mm -hmm. You have to be so careful of who you surround yourself with because it is easy to fall prey to these people, especially when you have big dreams of like Hollywood and I want to be an actress or I want to be a musician. It you know, it's tale as old as time, but at the same time, you really have to keep your eyes open every single opportunity that comes your way. Like, what are these people's intentions? And ask yourself that over and over. Cause you just don't want to get yourself into a situation.
0: Oh boy. there's so much general <clears throat> assumption out there that, Oh, because these people are there, they're willing to do more than they normally would. And they're yeah. kind of like, you know, they're, they're mm. kind of looking at them like easy prey or something weird. I mean, you know, because obviously we've heard tales of people putting themselves out to get in the business, I mean, you would think that that has something to do with it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Playboy had a structure of that, people wanting to be, you know, in, in the pages of Playboy back when that existed. Or you even have reality shows, people that will sit there and sell their souls to be on a reality show. There's different forms of it now. And then, of course, there's just, like, the horrible celebrity that will use anyone in their path going, oh, well, okay, I'll, I'll make you famous. And we were talking about the Randall Scandal documentary on Hulu, about Randall Emmett and how he would um, even just send DMs to—he's a movie producer. He would send DMs to women who he didn't know, and he'd be like, "I'll fly you to Puerto Rico. I'll give you four thousand dollars for the role, but it's understood what you're giving in exchange for that." Really? And some women are will do anything Absolutely. for that, and they others will. realize that they don't know that that's about to happen. And then are subsequently abused by it. Well, what was that movie ab-
4: or the um, <coughs> show about Fox News? Oh, Bombshell. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, bombshell. yeah. Bombshell.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and you know that was all based on there, a lot of facts.
0: Bombshell, but there was another one with Russell Crowe played Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes and uh, there was a different. What was the name of that show? But they're yeah, they're both the oh. same level of creep. <laughs> they both are. Yeah. Bombshell is the movie with Charlize Theron as yeah. Megan Kelly, and how yeah.
4: many women did it and stayed quiet? Mm-hmm. You know, because they wanted the that. Voice. They wanted that. They wanted that role, and that's they were going to do anything for it. And that's I don't know. I mean, that's part of the culture too. Is that
1: you've got willing victims?
0: Somebody so, said the loudest voice. Was that it? The
1: loudest voice. Yeah, and it was based off the book, The Loudest Voice in the Room.
0: Right, there you go. And that was Russell Crowe who played Roger Ailes in that. Yes,
1: and it's going to, it's on Showtime if people want to watch it, and Showtime will be merging officially in June with Paramount Plus. So you, go, you don't really? have Showtime right now, but you have Paramount Plus, they will be together. I think June 27th is the date.
4: Oh, we started watching that Bernie Madoff um docu series that you mentioned, Kristen. Oh my god. That that guy got away with it and under the scrutiny of so many people and they all just said God bless and joy <laughs> and the only Everyone, thing that brought him down through. was the
1: economy. I couldn't believe it. They wanted like twenty a twenty percent return, you know, those double digit returns on their fortune and <sighs> And no one, no one did any cross-checking. No. no one verified that he literally had the ability to invest this money. And how much <laughs> and money he had? Suite. Yeah, he had
4: from Europeans, the royal families of Europe. <laughs> it's like, what does do they follow up? So we've got the last one. There was this one guy that was Mister Castle in Europe, and he was handling all the money for royal families and stuff. What was his name? Von. Von lop, lop, lop.
3: Bun- lap Lily von Stuppen. Lily von
4: Stuppenhaus. I don't know what his name <laughs> was. But, <Exactly>. um, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, he said he said that if it's not real to this guy who told him it's not real. This is a Ponzi scheme. He said if it's not real, I am dead.
3: Yeah, right. And I right.
4: I wonder does the did you watch the whole thing, Kristen? Do they I follow did, and- up with what happened to the people?
1: They do follow up with some of the people in terms of uh, some of the court cases and the outcomes of those. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but you kind of get – some people did get their money back. Not all of it, but they got some money back. And I mean the fact that literally – Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick were a part of Bernie Badoff losing their money. Yeah, And they'd like to downplay it because they're like, listen, we have the ability to earn back a lot of our fortune. We were young when it happened.
3: Um,
1: And I don't think that they want to get too caught up in it because also getting too caught up in it. It's like you didn't do your due diligence when it came to your investment.
0: That's exactly right. I was under the impression they lost everything.
1: I I believe that they had everything invested. And I I said this on the morning show. I think we talked about it yesterday. I I know someone who was part of the Bernie Madoff and they had just bought their dream home. And in Los (laughs) Angeles... It's a very big, expensive home, and they wound up having to move to a tiny, which I would be fine with, but a tiny, like, three-bedroom home, like, after, you know, being in this 20,000-square-foot home. Yeah. But they were like, we can't afford it anymore. It's going to oh, become boy. gray gardens where we just cannot, <laughs> you know, deal with the upkeep. Uh, but they lost their kids, like, college funds, and they had four kids, like, oh, two yeah? in college, two little ones, based on oh, marriages. It was a mess.
0: Um, I'm going to take off because I don't want to cut into Kristen's time anymore. But quickly, Kristen, I need to know, because nobody else on this uh, video chat has seen uh, Fast 10. Is it the stupidest movie of the year or what? (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) the worst movie of the year. Stupid and worst.
1: And oh, you know, I, inter- I thought it was interesting that it did better internationally than here in the States. So Americans are catching up that this is just dumb. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. And I, w- I pointed out that the, the uh, debut was even lower. And I think maybe internet altogether, worldwide, domestic, and international, lower than Fast9, whatever the hell it was called, F9. And that was released when the pandemic was still happening. So this is not a good sign if that's the case.
1: No, and Vin Diesel's doubling down. He's like, I'm going to bring you a female-centric fast, and we've got more mm-hmm. stories coming. I'm like, slow down, people. We do not need this.
0: Vin Diesel, the original One Note Johnny. Boy, he can't that's do right. anything He's else but terrible. With He's, He's absolutely terrible. Know, I
1: worked with Vin Diesel back in the day. I... <laughs>
0: Was he always I, two hours late? Because he's always two hours late to interviews, I can tell you. No, that he much.
1: wasn't. He was a shark. Um <laughs> he was dressed as a shark, so I did toy fair.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: what?
4: And
3: we
1: were presenting.
0: A
3: I,
1: I worked
4: in Savage
1: Patch and he did some sort of toy and he had to wear like a shark strapped to his back.
4: Naturally. Oh <laughs> That's great stuff.
0: Interesting. Of course. Do you have any
2: video or
1: like, a picture of it or anything? It, well, I'm sorry?
0: Do you have a video or picture of it or anything? Or? I
1: don't, but I remember oh sitting him with him one day at lunch and he's like, I'm going out to LA. I'm like doing this movie with like oh Spielberg or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, right. <laughs> oh
0: yes, yeah, before Private Ryan. Yeah, that's right, because he had a role in that. So, wow, oh, that's funny. a hell of a story. Isn't that you know, crazy? You've never yep. had an opportunity to catch up with him and say, hey, remember that shark thing you the did a toy and, um, <laughs> we're I at Toy I, I Fair? You know, hopefully one day
1: I'll have that opportunity to be like, <laughs> do you remember? I remember. You, I knew you when you were a shark.
0: Back in <laughs> your shark days. When you said shark, I thought, oh, no, a shark. like and Yeah, that's what in I was there. thinking, too. Yeah. Like, Know, like a shark. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> like a real shark. <laughs> God, that's a great story. Yeah.
4: It's, oh,
1: so, I, uh, there's always like funny stories like that. When you've been around long enough in L.A. Yeah. or in the entertainment biz, you're like, oh, no, I remember you. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I do remember interviewing certain people at the very beginning of their career that I've never had a chance since. Just because, and, and, and don't bother reminding you know their publicist of that. They don't give a crap. But I mean, uh, after um, Chris Evans did Fantastic Four, I interviewed him for the Teenage Mutant Teen, uh, Ninja Turtle movie where it was animating. Did a voice. I mean, his career wasn't didn't exactly catch on fire so to speak after playing. Johnny Blaze, or whatever the hell the character was in Fantastic Four, so he was available for stuff. I mean, readily available. Um, Selma Hayek, I talked with her early in her career. Halle Berry, all these people, and it's just amazing. It's fun to catch somebody right at the top, or not the top, at the bottom. I don't know if you call it the bottom when they're breaking in. It's really, really a lot of fun. But again, you know whether you can ever tell them that. You, more than likely you're not going to get the opportunity, but I would love to be there when you talk to Vin Diesel and remind him of that. That's I will make sure that mind. one's
1: on video. I, cause, yeah, and I always think of Zendaya. I, I used to cover Disney channel wow. Wow. really at the height of Disney channel. I was covering all those kids and Zendaya. I mean, I have some baby photos of Zendaya when she was doing <laughs> shake it up. And it's the reason why she and I follow each other on Twitter. It wouldn't be happening now for any reason. And then she did dancing with the wow. stars. And I, she didn't win Dancing with the Starship. I think she was runner-up. And I said to everyone, I'm like, mark my words, this girl is going to be a superstar. Wow. You and should become like, a talent agent. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I can catch it. I yeah. know the charisma. But
4: You've got the eye. You do not want to be a talent kid. agent.
1: Her parents were always around, like, really making sure she was oh, safe that's that's and well taken care of. And, yeah.
0: Well, this one's kind of a weird one. Um, again, you know, Carrie Fisher has always been notable but uh you take the opportunities when you get them right so she came to town with debbie reynolds on an for an aarp convention so it's what? like you know what i'm going to submit a request i want to talk to Barry fisher um and at that interview which we sat on the floor she wanted to sit on the floor to do the interview which is something that was kind of weird but it was i love
1: I, that actually <laughs> I, I, I do
0: too i mean it's only happened once but there with her was her five-year-old daughter billy who has kind of turned into her, you know, a star in her own right, obviously with the American Horror Story stuff and all that. Daisy but and the she's been in the Star Wars stuff, and it's kind of like, I do have a tape. Uh, it was on tape only, it was on cassette tape where I interviewed Carrie, and then she goes, Billy, you want to say anything? And the kid just, I gave her the, the mic and she growled into it. That's all she said. <laughs> she growled? Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> like a five-year-old kid, you know, <laughs> some yeah. weird thing like that, but it's kind of like, that was kind of a fun memory Kids. if you think about it, you know, because she just introduced her mom, the, the star on the Walk of Fame, just oh. recently, Billy did. So,
1: oh, yeah, I know. I just want to
0: catch them at the beginning of their careers. And, and, Tom, I don't know if you heard the rest of it. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, get off the, the call here. but um, There's only eight Kristen, minutes left. You,
3: you may as enough. well stay.
0: Okay, I'll, <laughs> stay. I'll stay. Stay, Tim.
3: Um, you know what do, we should do on Tuesdays is just it? both come on together.
0: Yeah, maybe. That'd be fun. Why but, not? Kristen, you got to tell them about Vin Diesel and how you were at Toy Fair with him.
1: Because- <laughs> Tom, did you miss that part?
3: Yes, I need to hear Vin Diesel. God, what a no-talent.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's, Mattel still does the Toy Fair to this day, but uh, this was before like Vin Diesel really broke into the mainstream of Hollywood. And he was, um, I, I was working in Cabbage Patch and had to present the new Cabbage Patch line, and he was doing some sort of, shark game like land shark oh, okay. I, I don't know what it was yeah. um, but he had to have a big like shark strapped to his back for the actual <laughs> game itself great and I sat with him at lunch one day and he's like I'm doing this movie with Spielberg I'm like mm-hmm I bet you are you know <laughs> and of course it was true that he was working with Spielberg that was his last probably like normal regular unknown actor job before he oh, went yeah. out to Hollywood yeah
0: Did he have his head shaved at that point?
1: He, you know, he always wore it cropped short, from what I recall. So it wasn't like long or anything like that.
0: It seems to me he did a movie with Sidney Lumet, and I'm trying to remember what the name of it was, but I think he has done movies where he's actually had hair, but for the most part. (laughs) And that's the one thing I said to Tom when I reviewed the film Fast 10 on Friday. I mean, my wife and I, we looked at each other. It's like, geez, this guy is really, really fit. And he really do- look, doesn't look like he's aged at all. So, Mm-mm. I mean, he does sustain that look quite well. I don't yeah. know what the hell he does, but he looks good.
1: He looks great.
0: Yeah, yeah. So for whatever it's worth. But I was telling Kristen, Tom, that this is a story that I can't wait till Kristen talks with Van again and reminds him of that shark thing. <laughs> and uh oh, God do, that, do, right. and be like, I did not
1: believe you at lunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry I didn't believe you about Spielberg.
1: Yeah, I was like, uh huh. Cause you you hear, especially living out here, people are like, you know, I've got this film in development and it's you know, I'm working with Ryan Reynolds. And it, you hear stories like this all of the time. Sometimes they're true, but a lot of times you're like, it's just a bunch of talk. And uh of course this one came true. So I was like, well, Okay, I'll bite my tongue on that one.
0: And speaking of Ryan Reynolds. And Tom, I don't know if you've watched any more of this, but I know I've heard Kristen talk about it on the morning show at least. Jury duty, which is brilliant. I finally finished it, it's brilliant. Not so, did you. watch it through it, to me. It hits its stride in episode three. It gets really, really hilarious in episode three. Anyway, this guy, Ronald Gladden, he's such a likable guy, mm-hmm. an affable dude. I mean, really, really likable. Ryan Reynolds got him to do a Mint Mobile commercial. That's right. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Right. I yeah. thought. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he is on his way <laughs> to, because you were watching this guy. He fit in so well. And, and uh, I, it's like, I think I could see this guy on screen. Oh, and he's going to be a
1: superstar. I say Dancing with the Stars will, ca- will scoop him up for the I fall. I certainly oh, hope.
0: And yes. what I hope are all of the other actors in this, who made everything feel so real, including James Marsden
1: <laughs> it was amazing. This I is really such like a good him. role
0: yep, playing like a,
1: a heightened version of who James <laughs> Marsden is in real life.
0: Yeah. And so I hope these other actors get more opportunities because of this, uh, because they're all terrific. They're all terrific. I, I, I was so blown away by this show. Uh, and I think, you know, again, the first two episodes, they got to set things up, but I think really episode three is where things get really, really funny. Now, has anybody else besides Kristen and I watched the whole thing? Because I don't know. I can see why you might lose interest after an episode or two, Tom. Mm-hmm. But I think if you got back into it, <laughs> I, I,
1: Tom is my quitter. I'm always like, watch this. And he's like, I watched 15 minutes. I hate it.
0: I'm
4: yeah,
3: out. he does Sorry, hate it. It's things. In a good
1: place. While Catherine was away, I'm like, it's things. such a good series. What are you talking about? What was about? the movie
4: we watched the other day that you were like, I'm out? It was I'm out.
3: Oh, <laughs> South Branch or South Watch or Southwick or what the hell is it called?
4: Southwick. Oh, no, it was, oh. about, it, was about the, it was about the. It was about the. It was Matt Damon, and yeah. he went to Paris. It
5: was terrible.
4: To get his daughter out of jail, anybody?
5: Was it a show or a movie? It's a, it was movie. a movie. It
4: was a very long movie. It could very have. It long. could have. If it, if they Stillwater? had edited, yes, still water. If they go. had Stillwater. edited about an hour oh, out man. of it, it might have been a good movie. But it was just a lot of Matt Damon walking around looking like a cowboy. It yeah. was
5: just it had a budget what? of twenty million and a box office of twenty million. So whoops, yeah. didn't do
3: too well yeah. there. Huh? A lot of
5: people. Yeah, they liked were
1: hoping it. for Oscar. What? Oh, it was
3: Oscar bait.
0: Oscar? There was no yeah, was, Oscar yeah. performance Terrible. at all. Yeah, and, it was indulgent camera was, work. It came out, I believe, at the end of the summer, which, you know, the timing is mm. really, really tough. Yeah. Now, I because if you <laughs> die a quick death at the box office, that's going to bury your chances. And I believe Stillwater was actually a summer film. Mm. I feel like it was uh, yeah. August
1: or something
4: July. like that. Yeah, all which they have is July. way
0: too early. Mm. All you they had to do was
4: watch it, July. and they would know it was an Oscar mm. <laughs> Did you watch your own movie? Not an Did Oscar movie. It? it was
5: 140 <laughs> minutes, it was so long. it was two hours 20. That's it I mean, was. That's long. But it was
4: long because it was they Nothing just happened. never got to it until <clears throat> the last 30 minutes. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, finally.
0: Yeah, basically, the movie is a takeoff on uh, what's her name, the one in Italy. Where was the woman who uh, was served time in an Italian prison? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you mean
1: uh, Amanda Knox?
0: Yes. Oh. Basically, the movie is a takeoff of that whole. Case. Oh. Okay.
4: Well, so, it was whoever produced it or directed it was just having a mad love affair with Matt Damon walking yeah, around in yep. his
0: <laughs> roughneck <laughs> cowboy outfit. items. He wore chaps too. I, it's been a while. I have seen the picture, and it's been a while, so I didn't know if he wore chaps or not. No, but,
4: he yeah. didn't have. He wasn't. He was a roughneck actually from Oklahoma.
0: Which well, a roughneck
4: uh, is the one that drills the hole for the oil fields.
0: Little trivia: uh, James Marsden is from Stillwater, Oklahoma. So. Uh, there you go. Regular uh, dude. The conversation.
4: There. Yeah, you go. yeah. And
0: you know what? I have to mention because I, I think he's the coolest guy I've had the opportunity of talking with in all of the years I've been doing this. But I started interviewing James Marsden about twenty years ago. Love that guy. For a movie about uh, the Notebook. <laughs> Oh. And, oh okay. I don't know, maybe maybe close to a dozen times since I last talked with him for Dead to Me season three, but he is the exact same guy. <laughs> I mean he's any and, and the nicest guy in the world. And if there's there's no way how you know all his success has changed him because he's done some pretty big things. Mm-hmm. Since, I love uh, him in oh, hairspray. Hairspray, oh, yes, hairspray. Um enchanted, although the second enchanted does oh my That's god. Good.
1: <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it yet.
0: Not nah,
1: good. You're not missing anything. Okay. But,
0: you know, easily, I mean, and that's what I loved about him in this particular show, just showing that, oh, I'm not too big to, I mean, he's basically poking fun at himself the whole time, you know, coming off as this douchebag actor is what he is, you know, and, and, and it's so well done. Um, but it's, I think one thing that I liked about it, and probably you do to Kristen too, is that it wasn't all about James Marsden. I mean, they gave plenty of time to all of these other actors. It was so like so many quirky people. Ensemble pieces, yeah. And I think my favorite out of all of those people is uh, G- uh, Jeannie, who is the. Uh, she actually reminded me of Marissa Tomei a bit. A young oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, and she was terrific. But there were so many others that got some got more um, time than others. But for the most part, it was an ensemble thing. And uh, the last episode, I won't give anything away, but obviously at some point they're going to pull back the curtain. So you get to see how they pulled this off. Which yeah, is and not done in a, in a
1: cruel way. I think that was the best part of it. So, Because you could just be like making fun of Ronald the whole time, and that's not the way. That was not the premise of this series. It was great.
0: Yeah, I guess the, the cool thing is, is the selfless way he reacted to a lot of situations. And again, Tom... When you get into this deeper in the episodes, I mean, some of these people like James Marsden are put in some very embarrassing situations that he asked this guy to take the fall for. And the guy gladly did it that I don't know many people would. So that's again, this guy came off a big winner in this show. So there's much more to it. I mean, I know some people have watched and say it makes them feel uncomfortable. I don't. I don't know if it does to me necessarily. No. But,
1: um. And Freebie's done so well with this. They they are going to do another season, but I think it's going to be in a different setting other than jury duty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard to pull that one off. Can you oh, imagine I think some so. people in real life saying, Am I on jury duty?
1: Is this real? <laughs> I, I, question it. I mean, he did get the jury duty documentary off of Craigslist. So it was already yeah. sus to begin with.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and, and, and obviously, if you know anything about how these cases work, there is no way that they would ever allow cameras uh, in a jury room or any part during a trial to film a documentary. No so way. he went into this thing really blind. so
1: Really naive. That's okay, yeah. though.
4: It, it worked. There you
0: go. it's good entertainment. That's all I can say there you go hey
4: um do we have another minute
0: if you
3: want
4: well i saved this quote i follow tarantino universe and Uh um it, it he said it's a shame it's not the hollywood i knew will the kind of cinema experience i grew up with still exist in five or six years we will see i certainly haven't left hollywood hollywood has left me i'll probably be the last one to turn off the light there I'll probably be around a few more years in Hollywood itself. Hmm. Why is he so? What happened? Does anybody know?
0: Well, I, I think, and it's not new, but some people are there. I think maybe the intensity of him calling him out for the content of his movies, uh, he's probably tired of it. Maybe we don't know this. I'm just, this is total speculation here. But can you see with the way Hollywood is today? Some producer leaning on him saying, you know what, you got to pull back on that because that might offend people. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, total, you know, and he's the sort of guy to push totally back. I mean, he does his own thing. He marches to his own beat. He always has marched to his own beat, mm-hmm. you know, and he does, I think he is self absorbed, obviously, but, you know, it's like, I'm, the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino, like that's going to mean anything to me. But in then this big announcement coming about, this is my last film, like we should all be clamoring and begging right. him for more. His right.
1: retirement, because he's going to milk that for the whole, for oh, what it's worth. Of course
0: he is. Of course yeah. he's, he's also the sort of guy that writes a book then. And, you know, so he will always be involved in it. But quickly, uh, Vin Diesel's shark story. Uh, Michelle <laughs> oh, Tapoya, our friend, uh, used to rent videos. At where Quentin uh, worked at the video store. Oh. Before he, w- he was just Quentin, the guy that rented videos. So
1: they knew everything about every movie.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's another one of those weird things where somebody we know, uh, Kristen, and now in Michelle Tafoya, where they came across these people before they were the big shots that they are. Mm hmm. So there you are. Yeah, but I don't know, Tarantino, it's going to be interesting. But his new film, his last film, is called The Critic. So I think he's oh. going to be going after critics with this one. We'll Possibly. find out. Oh, dear. All right,
3: that is going to do it. A hell of a Tuesday, I thought.
4: One hell of a
0: Tuesday, absolutely. It's all true. Indeed. Well, we got to bring, it's up to you guys, of course, but Kristen should start when I start, and let's <laughs> chat the whole time, if all you don't right. mind.
3: If you, you want to do fun. it, we'll do it. Awesome. Is that awesome. how you want to do it next Tuesday?
1: Yeah, that's to one spot. Yeah. <laughs> no, just let me know what yeah. time it is. I'm trying to keep all my time straight. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's eight like twenty, 20 your time. Yeah. Eight yeah. twenty your okay. time. Yep. Wow. That's, all right. Well, we'll
0: look, time is getting up early the way it is. So
1: yeah. you know. I, I, yeah. has, I get up at four forty-five for Tom. So. Oh, oh my, my God.
4: That's, that's dedication.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is, <laughs> especially if I go out the night before. Let me tell you, 4:45 rolls around oh, very early.
3: Oh yeah, yeah yikes. Right. <laughs> yikes! All right, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Right, good. Bye.
1: bye. <laughs>